the way that I remember it is that I went on a date with a guy, a coworker, and already we, already dangerous. Already territory. dangerous. We had been flirting for a while, mm-hmm. and when we went out, he was acting kind of weird. He was holding my hand, but he just seemed a little off. And I was like, "Do you want to go? Like is something wrong?" And then he told me that his mother had been murdered by her boyfriend like very recently whoa and i was like and it was just like this shock like it had happened so recently and we were on a date and i was like what are why are you you don't need to be on this date like if i like i think we had said it beforehand or something i don't know and it was just horrible like oh that's my gosh. horrible i just felt the so date can't recover from yeah that. the date can't recover from that and i just felt really sa- i felt really sad for him but i didn't know him well enough to really be there for him post that right <laughs> but yeah and i don't even really remember like i don't even remember him very well uh-huh. because it was like such a it was like a blip yeah but i'm like oh poor poor that guy ah <laughs> Hi, welcome to First Crush. I'm Alex. This is the show where I interview friends about their first crush, about the first significant relationship of their life. And this week I have something slightly different. We started off talking about a first crush, but quickly realized that there was a more important relationship that we wanted to explore. Anatasha told me about her childhood best friend, someone she hasn't spoken to in years. Here's Anatasha. I grew up with this person. Her name is Tia. And I've known her since like preschool. I guess I don't know her now, but in we went to preschool together. Her yep. mom ran the preschool, the little red schoolhouse, I think it was called, and lived across the street from us. Wow. So she was my best friend all the way up until middle school. J- she just got it. I just remember feeling like we could laugh and be really silly and be kids, but then there was also, we would try to talk about more serious things in mm-hmm. life and try to dissect and and, th- and that's the first time that I'd ever really thought about those things. They spent all of elementary school together. They grew up together. But then, like so many young friendships, theirs would be tested. So she was my best friend all the way up until middle school. And we were inseparable. And then she moved in like seventh grade. I think it was either towards the end of seventh grade, maybe the middle of seventh grade. And I just remember like the way that she told me she was moving was like really like hurt my feelings for some reason because I you know it's like usually just me and her having a sleepover playing with Star Wars toys and like talking about what I at the time considered very deep things so I thought that we would have you have a deeper relationship with each other than you have with other friends exactly we had a deep relationship and I would have expected like a that to be a serious conversation even though we were kids we were mature enough to have that conversation and so she told me in front of these other girls. And then I don't remember ever having like a real conversation about it after that ever. Like, or maybe I wasn't emotionally capable of having it. I don't know. What do you know that has happened to her since seventh grade, since moving? Well, just from the little social media of her that I do see. I don't know if she's on Facebook or anything anymore. But like, I think I saw her maybe one other time. She like sent me a birthday card or something or brought it to my house like when I was visiting my parents. And I remember the conversation just feeling awkward and stilted. Like we couldn't pick back up from childhood. And I'm very liberal now. We both grew up Mormon, but I left the church. I'm pretty wow. sure that she's still very conservative. And um, I mean, 
Yeah, and I'm very, very liberal. When Tia moved away suddenly, Anatasha took it hard. She'd never been without her best friend before. And even now, many years later, Anatasha feels that that first friend breakup had a large impact on her. In her mind, it helped shape how she formed relationships going forward. We got into middle school, so we're at a new school with a bunch of new kids. And she started hanging out with this girl, Angela, who uh, I then went to high school with and I still see on Facebook sometimes. But I do remember being jealous of this girl and being like, oh, she's like coming into our friendship and not knowing how to deal with that. And I, and I do see a pattern of that in my life the, for many years later where I'd be like close with somebody and then kind of feel threatened by third person. You know, whether it was in a romantic relationship or platonic relationship, it'd be like, I'm a little threatened by mm -hmm. that third person or like a little jealous. I set out to find Tia to find out if she also thought of Anatasha as a best friend and, if so, why she would allow their friendship to end so abruptly. I knew going in that she was going to be harder to track down than anyone that come before her because she didn't have a Facebook. I dug through the internet searching for Tia's T-I-A-T-I-A-H-T-E-A-U-H, nothing. Then I asked Anatasha for help, and she didn't have a way to contact Tia, but she did have someone else I could contact. Dad, you're going to read the part of me. You're going to be me. Mom, you're going to be Anatasha's mom and Tia's mom. First, you're going to be Tia's mom, then Anatasha's mom. Okay. And I'm going to read stage directions. I will read the passage of time. So here you are. September 10th. 7 p.m. Hi, Beverly. I'm a friend of Anastasia's. I'm working on a podcast with her about reconnecting with old friends. She told me a story about your daughter, Tia, who was her childhood best friend. But we are having trouble finding a way to contact her. We would love to have a brief phone call with Tia so she and Anastasia could reconnect. Please let me know the best way to contact Tia and ask if she is interested. I am also happy to answer any questions you may have ahead of time. You can reach me here on Facebook or call me or text me. Oh, and don't read my phone number. Or call or text <laughs> me. <laughs> at blank, blank, blank. At blank, blank. Or call or text me at blank, 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 blank. This podcast is just for fun and we would love to talk with her. Thank you very much. A week later. Hi, Beverly. Anastasia and I would love... Oh, hi, Beverly. Anastasia and I would still love to talk to Tia. We would give her a phone call at a convenient time for her and talk about 15 minutes. I will also send the finished product to anyone involved before sharing it with anyone so they can make sure they are happy with everything in it. Thank you. Three days later, now Tia's mom sends, Tia's mom, Beverly, sends this to Anatasha's mom, Nina. So mom, you can play Nina. Is this a legit request? Alex who? Talking to Anatasha, I'll read Anatasha. It is legit, haha. -ha. Okay, I will let Bev know. Now the next day, Beverly, getting the approval from Nina, responding to me. Oh, and don't read her phone number either. Five 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 five. Oh, good. Why isn't Tasha trying to contact her? 
We talked a bit further, and after satisfying the safety concerns of two mothers, I contacted Tia and Anatasha and set up our play date. So we're about 10 minute, 15 minutes from the phone call. Uh-huh. There's a couple things that we were going to talk about right now. Why are we so nervous? I don't know. Why are you nervous? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just mean, like, at this point, she's a practical stranger who I haven't spoken to since I was, I don't even know, pretty young. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that I saw her when I was a teenager, like, briefly, but I haven't had a real conversation since we were, like, 13 or something. Right. And so she's a stranger now, but who I, like, have this big life reference for. So I, it feels, Do I don't you- know. I also am a big baby, and I'm like, no, like, this person does mean something mm-hmm. to me, and I, I have no qualms with being, like, you know, we may not have anything in common anymore, but like, I still love this person because I loved them when I was like a kid and that is real, you know? Um, but they're a stranger. So I feel like it's, for me, it's, I don't, I don't care if she thinks that I'm like hung up on a friend of her or something. (laughs) I'm like, no, because I'm like, no, I do like, I, I love this person, but expressing that to a stranger is kind of weird. Mm -hmm. Then, Anatasha brought up an important part of her childhood that I was too cautious to discuss. Does she um does she still look like Mormon? <laughs> I don't know if does you know how to tell. I would be able to tell I based on tell. Facebook. Yeah, I'm just curious because I think that's a huge nerve inducer is that th- because I'm not Mormon anymore, I'm aware that that changes me in the eyes of a lot of people from my past that like when I finally like see them or talk to them who are still Mormon and me too like it changes them to me as well like Mm -hmm. admittedly there's there's some bias there so I don't know and that's the thing we used to really connect on like we would we go to church activities together and girls camp and talk it out and talk about religion and stuff you know I just know that when I was Mormon I could still love a person and be like, oh, they're my friend. But I did see them differently because of how I grew up. I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, that's other, you know, like that's just like what you're taught. Like they are non-members, well, you know, and that is, the, you know, the exact phrase I would use too. They're like, oh, they're not, that's, they're not a member. So I just know how I viewed people and I assume that's how they view me. And it's not Mm -hmm. with like disdain or anything, but it does feel like separate. And just like that, it was time to call Tia. No. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We're actually two minutes late. Oh, jerks. We're jerks. I'm sorry. We're jerks. Oh my God. She's not going to think that we're, we mean it. We mean business, but we do. She's going to be like, it was a practical joke all along. I hear it. I hear it too. What if she doesn't answer? Hello? Hi, is this Tia? Yep, this is her. Hi, this is Alex and Anatasha. How are you doing? Good. Hi, buddy. Hello. <laughs> nice oh, my to goodness. Hear from you. We have adult voices. This is amazing. <laughs> well, hi. I feel weirdly nervous to talk to you because we were so close and I haven't talked. I haven't talked to you in so long, but hey, and I'm excited to catch up with you. It's really weird. You don't <laughs> sound anything like 
Tasha. <laughs> I know. I I can hear a little bit of uh I can hear a little little bit of young Tia in there, but it is weird. <laughs> like you sound like a full blown adult. <laughs> <laughs> when is the last time you two have spoken? I feel like I saw you teenage years briefly, but like I don't think we've hung out since middle school. Like hung out, hung out. Am I remembering yeah, this correctly? The last time I like physically saw you was you came to a volleyball game. Oh, wow. that would have been I was probably in ninth grade or tenth grade. Yeah, that makes sense. I do. I, I vaguely remember this. That's that sounds familiar. <laughs> but yeah, we haven't like. Yeah. So that ninth grade. And then before that, I feel like we probably had a sleepover like seventh or eighth grade but i don't remember when those stopped happening around then mm-hmm. right yeah oh my gosh do you remember getting up insanely early to like do my hair yeah <laughs> yep i remember we'd like get and now i'm like why would i wake up for that i'm just like so lazy but at the time i'd like go down to tia's house and she like yeah. do my hair before the bus came in the That's morning. Fun. And I do hair now. I know. And you crazy. were so good at it then. Like that doesn't surprise me at all. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Funny. So I, I would say since preschool, we were friends all the way up until I moved. And then we tried to like stay connected. But it it was just hard because we weren't driving. There's no Facebook at that time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like no. talk on the phone or wait for your yeah. parents. To no cell phones or anything like that. You. Yeah, you'd actually <laughs> have to like call. Would you say, uh, while you were friends, would you say you were best friends? Yeah. Yeah, That's I great. would say. Ugh, thanks for testing that, Alex. I <laughs> got all nervous. <laughs> I was like, I was like <gasps> did I remember wrong all these years? <laughs> Just wanted to hear it. <laughs> Yeah, I would say you were, like, probably the one and only friend I had. That's kind of what like I all said. Through, all through elementary. Anatasha and Tia reminisce about their childhood, and then it was time to get into it. The day Tia told Anatasha that she was moving and ended their friendship. Tell me if I'm remembering this wrong, yeah. but I feel like when you told me you moved, we were, like, in... A car and I feel like I was like really sad and traumatized so maybe I'm the only person who remembers this but we were in a car with I want to say like Patricia Tuitupo and like some other like Laurel like a like a older girl in our church ward I don't remember but it was like the older girls and then I remember you being like oh I'm gonna like play softball for Timpanogos or something and I, that was like the first time that I like clocked that I was like that because that's a different high school than mm-hmm. what we yeah. probably would have ended up going to and then your dad then you told us that your dad like got this job and I remember being like wait like she's moving and like that's how I found out and then I don't remember ever really talking about it again and I know that we of course we did because you moved and I even remember kind of like your house becoming like more empty or right? like I remember that time a little bit but I don't remember really feeling like emotionally I was able to digest or discuss it. Do you remember that time at all? Yeah, I remember. I thought you would be like super because whenever I told you. So literally, we went on vacation to St. George. It was me, my sisters and my mom. 
And whenever I got back, my dad was like, we sold the house and we're moving to like North Orem. And I was like, Whoa, what? Like, that was really sudden. Like, I didn't, you know, there's like no preparation, no moving or whatever. Yeah. And that was a Monday. And then that Wednesday, we were out with the laurels and they took us to, there was like somewhere over by UVSC. Yeah. There's like a jump. And I remember you drive really fast and like you get lift off of the car. And so I was telling you about that. And like you, I remember you took it really, really hard. Like you were crying and then you were mad and you're like, I'm never going to talk to you again. And I was like, well, like my parents promised that like they would take me to and from and everything. Oh man. See, I don't remember the crying, but that that totally checks out. I'm like, I'm sure I took it hard because I also remember being really sad and my mom being like, are you okay? And me being like, not able to talk about it. Like yeah, I was like, I was and just... you were definitely, like, more mad than anything, I think. Well, wow. Like, they were, like, mad tears. <laughs> yeah. No, and that, I, that like, I out. couldn't figure out, like, what happened. Like, I was like, why? It's funny, too, because I'm sure that there's, like, a part of it where it's like, well, you know, I was a kid, and I, and I, I didn't understand that it's, like, out of your control. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you yeah. didn't do anything. But I also now that I'm older, I, I remember being mad about how you told me because mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't, I was embarrassed about being sad in front of these older girls and uh. feeling like I was like, Oh, I just like wanted to have a private conversation because it's like big news, you know? But then it's like yeah. also whatever you'd found out a couple days before and clearly it was like a crazy shock to you yeah I remember walking into into our house after we got back from St. George and it was like emptied like they had already moved and I was like what the freak where did all my clothes go oh that's crazy and my mom's like oh we just left a bag here for you yeah, and then I, like, the last time I remember talking to you, well, like, remember how I coerced you to, like, give Austin Bowles my, like, volleyball schedule? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you, ca- you came with him to a volleyball game with me, I, or to see me, wait, or whatever. Oh, my gosh. I, like, don't fully remember this, but it's so, it's weird, because you, I remember you had a crush on him. And then mm-hmm. my best friend in high school later also had a crush on him. Something mm-hmm. about that Austin Bowles kid mm-hmm. is everybody's everybody liked Austin Bowles. Um, yeah, what's her name again? Kathy. Kathy, because then that's what like you came to. That's what it was. So you came to the volleyball game, and that's when you told me that Kathy was your new best friend. Oh wow, that's so and, rude. And then I was like, oh okay. <laughs> I don't. Well, actually, and, uh, it might not and have then been after hurt. that, like, I don't think grade. we ever talked again, like, at all. Oh. <laughs> okay, hold on. It might not have been her because I didn't become best friends actually with her until later. So it's it's possible that it was someone else. Although I don't know who it would have been. At that age, Anatasha wasn't mature enough to empathize with her friend. She was only able to see it from her perspective. So everything that she'd been telling me, everything that she remembered, was from the perspective of an angry kid. You know, she reacted like a kid because she was one. And it took years of life experience to be able to process it.
<laughs> was I a jerk? I hope I wasn't a jerk. I'm so I'm sorry. No, if I, I was. don't think I think at that point, like I was really sad because I was like, "You're my best friend." Oh, but then I felt like you know, like I was like, "Well, like you were always one that could only have one friend." Oh, that checks out. Like I'm, you I have a really hard you didn't time. like you didn't have you didn't have like big groups of friends. I mean, we did, but you, you know, like yeah. you confided in one person and that was it. That's kind of, oh man, that's, I mean, that's, that's kind of been true in my adulthood. Mm -hmm. I do have a big group <laughs> of girlfriends from college, but I always am like, I have one best friend and that's like, I don't know. Yeah. That's just and, like and that's when you were like, Kathy, Kathy's my new, or like, you didn't say it rude or anything. Right. But after that, I just knew I was like, all right, I guess I'm out. Oh man. See, that's uh I'm so sorry. I don't I don't like I don't like that. Like what a jerk. No, it's like you didn't say it rude or anything. I know, Plus, but like, like it's so insensitive. I knew you're like mm -hmm. you were like a loyal you're just like you're extremely loyal to one person. Wow. And that's a very that kind wasn't me. I mean, that is a kind <laughs> way of saying that I was a jerk, but <laughs> I'm, that's no, interesting no. that you remember that because I feel like my friends about like say that about me now and you're like it's interesting to think back and be like oh your childhood you is still like same person still you see it's funny because you know selfishly at the time I was just like you know sad obviously but it's like now that I'm an adult I'm like you had it so much more like you had so much more stress in that situation mm. than me and at the time I like don't think I could emotionally grasp that I was just like I miss my best friend this is dumb you know mm -hmm. and now I'm like um you know Tia was going through something that's really traumatic at that age I think so mm. moving sucks and Natasha thought that she needed to have just one best friend because of her relationship with Tia but that's not true Tia saw that in her while they were friends, and she also saw the nastier side of that when coming through the unfiltered perspective of an angry teenager. But Anatasha isn't a kid anymore. She's learned that she can have multiple important relationships in her life without them needing to replace each other. So whilst the old Anatasha couldn't express herself, the new Anatasha is great at it. I told Alex before that I was like, one mm -hmm. thing I wanted to tell you is that like, I love you so much. And like, I just, I'm glad to see that you're doing well. And even if we don't talk for another 15 years or whatever, <laughs> I just think you're great. <laughs> and you're such a big part of my childhood and like such a big support for me then that I just wanted to tell you, thank you. And well, thank I, you. yeah. And <laughs> I'm, and if I was a jerk, which it sounds no. insensitive, but no, I, I never, you know, there was never any like harsh words or mean words or anything like that. Yeah. If anything, I thought I was always the mean one. I don't remember you being mean. Are you still Mormon? Yeah. Uh-huh. Cool. I was just curious. Are you? I'm not. Okay. Yeah. But like, that did was... you get your, like when you say you're not, did you get your records taken off? No, but I've thought about it. The only reason yeah. that I don't is because I have a weird like thing where I feel like it would make my parents unnecessarily sad. So I don't yeah. remove my records because they've been really cool about me leaving the church. And I don't feel like putting salt in the wound. And I feel like when did that all happened happen? Um, I feel like 
ever since I left my parents' house, it's been, I, I was like definitely still like I still believed it, but I had uh-huh. a hard time with church attendance, like all throughout college, just like due to laziness, I think. But yeah. it wasn't until. Which is really funny because I'm the one that didn't want to go to young women's. Yep. And I would be like, or let's did, go. And you would be like, we need to go to church. Yep. Or I would be the one that didn't want to dress modest or wanted to yep. drink. And I was like, no, it's like, like the coffee yep. and stuff. And yep. you're like, no, you can't, Tia. Yeah. I was like very, I mean, my parents did a pretty good job uh, in terms of like, I was just really hardcore. I was like, and I was like, this is it, man. Um, but it was about four or five years ago I started feeling um, pretty jaded about certain things, especially like with like Prop 8 and um, gay marriage and all of that. I was like, I don't really see a problem with this. And it stresses me out because I'm like, I just don't feel like this is wrong. But the church is saying it's wrong. And I didn't really know how to um, like rationalize my thought process in my mind. Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> I know, because like every Cause out conversation. out of the two of us, I always thought I would be the one that would, because I always felt like the devil. <laughs> really? And you're like, Tia, you can't do that. You shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> hey, you know what they always say is like, if you're so strict that you can't bend it all, you'll break. So yeah. maybe that's what happened. You're You're yeah. more flexible. For me, it was like all all or nothing. It's like it was all true. Or none of it's true. And then, just before we said goodbye. (laughs) Yeah. It's fun. Good memories. Well, I love you too. You You were a good friend. You always kept me going. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. That's nice to hear. Thanks for talking to us, Tia. Yeah, anytime. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, thanks I love so you. Thanks for us. thanks for chatting. It was good catching up with you. All right. Thank you. See ya. Bye. 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 After the phone call, I asked Anatasha what she thought. It's interesting to hear the someone else describe you as a kid because you, I think, especially as a kid, you only see it from your perspective. Yes, you don't have the um, the don't ability. Self awareness. Well, there's something. Okay, so. Kathy, you know, the person that I abandoned to you for apparently from the story is, uh, has a degree in like psychology, teaches, um, psychology to high school students and is like a nerd for it. Still and, a friend of yours? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's still my best friend. Oh. Um, but she told me, I can't remember. This is one of those things that I'm like, I feel so stupid, like even paraphrasing, but basically there is a term for that because like teenagers literally don't have the capabilities like their brain hasn't developed enough to be able to see outside themselves they literally like have a hard time empathizing Mm -hmm. because their brain hasn't developed and so when I was that age it's like no I'm like I'm sad but I don't I can't see that I'm like no but that person is like going through something Mm -hmm. yeah I'm glad that I'm glad that she was like no you were like my best friend and like we didn't fight that much because I was like I don't remember fighting that much either like I remember Mm -hmm. our friendship being like a very positive positive. thing and just the only thing that sucked was that it just like ended in a way that I was like oh Mm -hmm. do you feel now like you got some of that resolution that you were looking for yes yeah it was really nice to hear her like describe like this is what happened with her parents and like it did happen fast and was sudden and she also 
had a hard time dealing with it because again, when I was young, I just didn't, I just was like, wait, what's happening? Mm -hmm. And I don't like it. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, oh, it's because she was blindsided. So she blindsided me because her parents also blindsided her. And, uh, I do remember our last few interactions. I, I remember the volleyball game thing. I don't remember that being the last one. I, I, cause I feel like she came to my house at some point and she brought me a birthday card, which I thought was really nice. I remember, Mm -hmm. but, um, I just remember our last interactions being awkward because we were like that, that it was that thing where it's just like, whoa, we, we used to be close. Yeah. yeah, But are we still close and stuff? And it was nice to have this because then it, it wasn't awkward. It was just like, oh yeah. Like when we were kids, we did these cute things and like, I appreciate you. And so that I think feels like closure to me. It's wonderful that with old friends, even if you don't see each other in years, you can pick up a conversation right where you left off. When the years slowly turn those friends back into strangers, it can be hard to reconnect. But for Anatasha and Tia, at least, even though their lives took very different paths after seventh grade, they still had the sleepovers. Thanks to Anatasha and Tia for sharing their stories. Thanks to Grant Lapovich for music and for editing. Thanks to my parents for birthing me. And thank you for listening.